0: Good evening, folks, and welcome back to another episode of South of the Cheddar Curtain. As always, it's your boy, Devin Hine, sitting across from the table from the man, the myth, the legend, Luke Mueller. You want to say hi to the folks, Luke? Hello, folks. And guys, we have a much happier episode than the one that we had last week, as our Packers showed us who we thought they were, beating the Bears 27-10 to in a game where the scoreline doesn't really tell the full truth this felt a lot more of a blowout than that score would indicate
1: i would completely agree i would completely agree and i'm glad honestly to hear that you are excited about the victory Devin.
0: i was thinking i was going to get more shit for this
1: whole hundred <laughs> fan so lies. i'm glad to hear that uh you're coming around to the correct side apparently after your little foray into bear fandom uh glad you figured your life out there bud <sighs> all right is that it
0: are we done with that narrative now please i don't know we'll see All right, so usually we would start with the whole, you know, starting on offense, then go to defense, and we may still get back to that, but I want to do something a little new. After two weeks, especially after this game, I want to play things that we know and things that we think. Okay, I'm intrigued. Okay, so I will, I'll start with one. Yeah, because I have no idea what we're doing, so yeah, please do. Okay. Things that I know. Okay. This, this offense is going to be just fine with the pieces that we have. Yeah, no, I'd agree with that. I think that the running backs got a lot more involved in this game. Uh, Aaron Jones had 15 carries. A.J. Dillon had 18. Uh, we had over uh, nearly 200 yards rushing. Mm-hmm. And this was really a LaFleur game where he was just doing all sorts of genius calls, getting guys out in space, skimming people open. It felt like LaFleur of old, and it was beautiful to see.
1: Yeah, I completely agree with the game plan, and I'm sure we'll get a little bit more into this later, but truly masterful. Uh, there's so many little interesting things that we did that I, I want to make sure we touch on later that just just love it. Even on plays that didn't work, and I was watching some a little bit of the game right before this, and there's one play in particular I'm going to point out that just, I love it. I love it so much, and it was a sack. So it was useless, but the play design was beautiful.
0: Mm-hmm. All right, your turn.
1: Do I know or think? Is this a no?
0: It, c- it can be one or the other. We can kind of go back and
1: forth. Okay, I'm ready. I know, or we know, that the safety play will improve. Because it's still not great. Amos did not have a great game.
0: You're saying safety play as both of them, a Correct. tandem. Yes, okay. as a
1: tandem, they will improve. Um, I think Amos has
0: been a little shaky, right? Week one was a disaster. He was still inconsistent in week two. Specifically tackling, which is right? like his bread and butter. That's the whole point of being a strong safety, but especially him when he's brought over three years ago to this point. He's lived up to the, you know, doesn't make the most splashy plays, but no one's getting by him. Correct. He will bring the carrier down, the ball carrier down. Right. And then
1: Savage is a little bit more the splash player in theory. In theory. We haven't theory. seen it. Yes. So I know you texted me during the game complaining about Savage on a play, but I think or we know, they will get better. Because if nothing else, Amos will play better.
0: All right, I'm going to respond to that. Okay. I would say I know that Amos will get better. I would agree with that. But one of my takes, you know, thinking about this new segment driving over, was that I think Darnell Savage is not going to be a Packer next year.
1: Interesting. I don't think that necessarily takes away from my take. I think they both can be true.
0: I hope he gets better, but this just might be who he is. In the words of Peter Bukowski, he's not looking great. He I mean, he's he's full of up and downs, but he just doesn't look confident when he's moving around, taking poor angles. Still, I've not liked what I've seen out of him. So granted, was this, you know, emotional Devin beer to him texting saying put in down Levitt. Of course it was.
1: Yeah, that'd be a disaster.
0: That would be a, a definite downgrade. But I'm not liking what I said to Darnell Savage. I'm hoping he's listening and he picks off Tom Brady three times next week. That'd Redeem be awesome. it yourself, please. Yep.
1: Okay. I like that.
0: What do you think? Oh, I just gave you a think.
1: Okay. That was your think because you think he's going to be gone?
0: Yeah. That, that exactly was my think. Yeah. Okay. Well, my plan's so well. Now I, I so now I'll back to you if okay. you have any, any others <laughs> that come to mind.
1: All right. All right. I think – I'm pausing here so I can think more.
0: Should I throw another one? No, I got it. I got it. I
1: I think that after being worried all offseason about Sammy Watkins, he's going to be just fine. He's going to have a real legitimate role
0: on this team. God, that deep post that he had, oh, right. beautiful. Right. Beautiful. He definitely showed he had a lot more juice than in week one. Agreed. And, of course, we can all point to the fact that he had more yards than Devontae Adams.
1: But had 12,
0: so... 12 that, yards. That helps. Yeah. But still, you know, everyone wants to point out after week one, you know, people that throw those kind of meaningless stats, I'll just throw one of them right back at him, that Sammy had nine times the number. I like that. Nine tuple? Is that a word? What's the multitude of nine?
1: I don't know, Devin. I, I don't know either.
0: All right. But yeah, I agree. Sammy Watkins is going to be a nice role player. I think last week we were a little low on him. Happy yeah. to see him respond
1: happy that he did a little something no i don't think he's gonna have 93 yards all the time Mm-mm. um i don't think even necessarily long term that he's gonna be the one taking those post shots probably Mm-mm. but we did get him involved in plays that we would get Devonte involved i think he's gonna take over for some of those like on that one of the first plays of the game our first throw of the game was kind of like an rpo slant right concept and boom that was Devonte all day long and that's exactly where what he threw to Sammy Watkins cuz he he trusts him. He trusts he's going to be where he's where he should be. So, I think some of that the like last week the toss out to the to the flat right away cuz you see the corner 10 yards off, that kind of thing. I think he's going to keep that role
0: even as the rookies come on. I would agree. All right, another I think. Okay. I think this might be Aaron Jones' best year. Oh, he has looked and Revitalized feels dramatic because it's not like he's you know been crappy the past couple of years. But he just looks like he is playing on another level. This week he averaged, I believe it was 9 yards a carry and 8.8. My apologies. But it's not like one of them was like a 70-yarder, you know? Yeah, it was consistent. It was consistent. And he just has so much pop. The run blocking was better, but a lot of it was still like him making guys miss. We had a lot of times on sweeps and counters where we had blockers out in front. They weren't necessarily hitting all their blocks, maybe Mm -hmm. kind of shooing defenders away. But Aaron Jones just looks explosive, decisive. It was great to see him with the juice.
1: I like that. And I completely agree. He, and I hope we can get into this a little bit, is he runs like no other running back I've ever seen. Honestly. And I I don't mean he's the best running back I've ever seen.
0: He's just unique. Just the way he
1: runs is just so weird compared to everybody else. So weird. Right. Like he like slithers. I like, I don't know how to describe it when he goes through the hole and he just kind of like, kind of sort of looks like he could fall down any minute, but he just never does. People just kind of like bounce off of him. Just the way he cuts, the way he moves. Like they talked about, um, I think it was Gordon kind of could have filled the hole. The cornerback for the bears. Yeah. Could have filled that hole on, on one of the run plays. Right. And he kind of fell down or whatever. But I think part of that could have been Aaron Jones, just like his odd cut. Like he doesn't really even cut a ton. Like AJ Dillon hard. cuts super right? hard to predict, yeah. He just kind of like everything's kind of sort of rounded, but it all works and it just it's weird angles for the defense. And he just kind of like weaves his way through everything and then just all of a sudden next thing you know, he's 10 yards downfield and you have no idea why. He does that all the time. It's it's a very unique running style. Like the best running backs in the league, right? Dalvin Cook Derrick Henry, CMC, Jonathan Taylor, none of them run anywhere near like him. Dalvin Cook might be the closest, but the rest of them all have very different styles, and it's a lot more straightforward. Aaron Jones almost seems to run at
0: random sometimes. Feels like he runs for a lot more yards. Like, if you were, like, total number of yards that he runs for on each play, it would be absurd. I would agree with that, yeah. You know, like, the total distance covered would be, like, a 12-yard rush for, you know, your man's, like, Twenty-seven yards. Yeah, it doesn't particularly feel like he takes the straight line anywhere. Mm-mm. But I mean, he's averaging eight point eight yards per carry. At least this game, I think he was averaging close to ten when you had the Vikings game. Yep. So, what the man's doing is working, and Clearly. especially behind an offensive line that, even though Elton Jenkins was back, he was not at Elton Jenkins' level of productivity. So we got to be feeling happy about that. Completely. Completely.
1: All right, I got one more thing for you. Go for it. I got it. one. I got one. I think.
0: Preston Smith may end up with more sacks than Rashawn Gary. Preston Smith was a dog this game. He looked amazing. There were multiple times where it was him and Justin Fields, and I was like, oh, God, what's going to happen here? And Preston won every single one of those times. Correct. Multiple tackles for loss. He either had one or two sacks. Two sacks, two TFLs. He just looked dominant, and it was so great to see out of Preston.
1: Right, and I love Preston, but dominant's not a word I think of when I think of Preston.
0: No, he's, I would say, a good Outside linebacker, pass rusher, but obviously, you know, Gary is the top dog. And Preston was like not so fast.
1: Right. Gary's like the athletic freak. Everyone coming in this year could be like, oh man, this is the year he could vaunt himself into like TJ Watt territory mm-hmm. and and all of them, right? And and Preston coming out, playing great. Very solid. I mean, I love it. I love it. And maybe some of that is because I imagine that uh, Gary's getting a lot more looks this year. Right, he's probably getting double teamed a lot more, and a lot of the the offensive line shifts are probably to his side more than they
0: used to be. So you have to take advantage of that opportunity. Correct, and that's exactly what he's doing. Agreed. So I, I, I love that. All right, I think that's good for our new segment.
1: I like it. I I liked it. I liked it. You liked it. Yeah. Things we like, things we know.
0: All right, so we can go back to our regular format. Just kind of, we've sort of jumped around on a few different things in this game, offense. Where do you want to start?
1: I wanna start with a play that didn't work well.
0: Oh yeah, you really hooked before, about this. Quick before I forget, right? So Please I was uh, do.
1: Yeah, like I said, I was watching some a little bit of it right before we came on and there was one play where we have Aaron Jones and AJ Dillon in the backfield, which we actually did a lot. A lot.
0: Yeah, we were the Pony Express and I loved it. It kinda almost made me worried. I was like, are either of these guys ever gonna get to take a break? Well, we hey, listen, we brought up the legend Patrick Taylor, we'd be just fine for like two yards of carry. <laughs> Maybe, Fair,
1: but what I loved out of, of this particular formation, and it was uh, play action, it, there's a back in each side of Rodgers, you play actions to, I think, Jones, I believe, and then Jones goes, takes it, you know, takes a fake handoff, and then he runs a wheel route, and then A.J. Dillon kind of goes out in the flat on the same side of the field.
0: So you have to pick your poison, especially Correct. if you're in zone. And there was a
1: wide out on that side of the field to start. It's like levels. Right. You're doing levels, two of which with the running backs out of the backfield, which already can cause some problems because you may be having safeties or linebackers that are going to be involved in that, right? Because the corner's probably bailing with the wide out to yep. begin with. And now you got two very good receiving backs coming at you as a, de- as a defender. What are you going to do? Right. So, yeah, a levels concept to the short side with the two running backs. Loved it. Rodgers got sacked. But loved the creativity, loved that formation, loved how much we use them. That's showing that there is really no limit to the creativity we can have with these two on the field.
0: No, there is no limit. And I hate to say it, and I hate to go back. But if we go back to my whole thought process about moving on from Aaron Rodgers, you know, my big points was that if you have a lesser talent on the field, it puts a bigger stress on the floor. Because you can't just be like, oh, yeah, Aaron, just go sling it. Right. Right. And granted, Aaron is still there, but the perimeter pieces are developing and we do have nice pieces. But I mean, there's still a talent deficit. I think LaFleur said in like last season, like 70 percent of that is like the design pass plays were designed to go to Devonte Adams. Right. So this has been a big and will continue to be, you know, a big look into really how good of a play caller is he having to do a typical a difficult job play calling the nfl with lesser pieces
1: yeah incredible incredible I i thought i thought the the play call the scheme the creativity the mixture of pass and run really really nice obviously we ran the ball more than we threw the ball right um Aaron Jones, 15 carries. A.J. Dillon, much less productive on his 18 carries. But he had some really important runs, I think. Really kind of helped set the tone there as well. So a ton of running. Really nice bounce. We threw the ball 25 times. Uh, Rodgers ran a couple. I
0: mean, he had oh the one. Oh, my God.
1: One the, of those the, on the read option. Which probably wasn't a read option. He probably just pulled it, is my guess.
0: But Literally, the play before, or two ways before, they ran like an RPO. With the quarterback read option as a part of it, and I was like laughing about it, like there's no way Rodgers keeps it. And then two plays later, shut up, Devin, you don't actually know anything. Correct.
1: That's the kind of thing you you run like in Madden when you're playing online or something with a slow quarterback, because there's no way you'll ever do it, so it's wide open every time. That's what it felt like. And I loved it. I'm here for him doing that in very specific situations. Like that's a that's a two point play call. You know what I mean?
0: And you trust his vision. I mean, he called himself after the uh, the goal line stuff in Minnesota. He's like, yeah, I saw Zedarius is biting down so hard, and I should have just kept it. And he has right. that vision of the game. Like we talk about the game slowing down. Like he can just play with, with his instincts. So I would not be surprised if that is not the last time we see that.
1: Oh, I imagine kind of crunch time, two-point type of play, goal line scenario, 100%. He'll just walk into the end zone.
0: Something I wanted to backpack off when we were talking about pony having both of them on the field both dylan and jones mm-hmm. is on a, on aaron jones touchdown run
1: oh i'm glad you brought this up because i wanted to t- as well
0: so i think we were in the gun with them both on each other rogers and it's just i don't know if it's a sweep or a toss but either way it's going towards aj dylan and aj yep. dylan takes rocon smith the best player on the entire bears franchise yep i would say borderline top five linebacker in this league yeah. At least in the middle, he's yeah. a stud. Agreed. Um, and AJ Dillon was just like, "You're erased, my boy's gonna score. Get out of the way."
1: Yeah, it just took him like to the sideline, Altienzo.
0: We and we talk about these two how they're so selfless and they really love each other. And this was a game where AJ Dillon, you know, took kind of a step back statistically. Yeah, he said he had some important runs, but I feel like on a lot of the busted assignment run blocking, like he was the one getting stuffed in the backfield.
1: Yeah, I Getting
0: hit on the line of scrimmage by Aye. some of those big bear defensive tackles. But still, A.J. Dillon just gets up, keeps doing his job, gets his guy in the end zone, and then there's no one happier for Aaron Jones in that moment than A.J. Dillon. Oh, so good. And that's just so beautiful to see.
1: It absolutely was. And and I love that given his size as well, right? Like, he's the size of a
0: fullback. He's the perfect fullback. Yeah. Except he carries the ball way better than a fullback. Correct. And catches out of the backfield. I mean, he's just the complete package. He really is. Love
1: him. So the fact that we're using him as a fullback in – because I believe the player you're talking about was actually his uh, touchdown catch. Oh. It was the little the little push Quote, pass. unquote, a catch. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But that makes it even better because the defense isn't expecting that. Right? They're not expecting when they see the formation that A.J. Dillon's going to come at you as the lead blocker. If you start the formation with the two running backs flanking Rodgers, you can probably think that that's an option. Right? But the fact that you start Aaron Jones in the slot, it's not even crossing their mind to begin the play. It was a few times they put him in the slot, which is a nice wrinkle. We did quite a bit, actually, yeah. and I, I loved it. And the fact that he's capable of doing that. I mean, you saw it even on that kind of broken play early in the game. Rodgers kind of waves him up the field. He kind of just turns around, goes up, we get like 10 yards on the play or whatever. He flips it right over the linebacker's head. He can make plays out of the slot. We expected some of that coming into the year, and the fact that we're starting to see that creativity is amazing.
0: Agreed. I also think we should uh touch on Romeo, Romeo. Wherefore art thou Romeo? Oh, I see you catching a screen, taking it for twenty yards. He looked explosive. Super important play too. That was,
1: what was it, second and twenty eight? Yeah, we second and twenty
0: eight. Yeah, let's erase that real quick.
1: Yep, third and eight, and then we got the Cobb, I think, got the next got to throw the next one for the third down. Boom, done. Yeah, it
0: was third down and we yep. converted. So good chances it was Cobb. Yep. yep. Pretty much what, what Cobb's here for. It's but, it's great to see us getting both of them involved, both yep. um, Watson and Dubs. And what's really exciting to me is that we're we're getting them the ball in creative ways, mm-hmm. and we're getting them the ball in space.
1: Right, because Romeo, we've already shown a couple times now, we like throwing him screens, right? And Romeo didn't get his head around very similar, almost identical to Christian Watson last week, right? I guess I kind of that little wide receiver arrow screen play we love so much
0: yeah i guess it's a rookie thing so when samari Torre plays we'll do the same thing guaranteed yep maybe we just don't run that play for them (laughs) no you just got to get out of your system once and then you're fine. i guess i guess because they both played better since i mean i guess they did yeah because watson's drop was before that and he's played great ever since so that's the key to packer rookie receivers
1: we love giving uh romeo screens he seems really electric with the ball in his hands and then watson we seem to love him running the ball as well
0: and he run blocks, angry. I see a little bit of Lazard in him. Much more explosive, but at least run blocking, he gets after it, man.
1: Which would be amazing, because he's almost as big as Lazard. They're the same height, but he's a little thinner than Lazard at the moment. He could easily bulk up. But if we could have Watson be that level of blocker to go along with Sammy Watkins and Lazard, who are two of the top five best blockers in the in the NFL at the wide receiver position, you then add Watson. That's amazing. That's mm-hmm. amazing. Romeo coming out of college didn't do a lot of blocking, so he's probably behind. But even just having two wide receivers that love blocking, much less a third one.
0: I was going to say, we can't forget Sammy Watkins. Who was literally right. talking post game about how much like in other offenses he didn't have to block, and now he loves going out there and cracking heads.
1: Yep. That's part of why you get some of those long outside runs with Aaron Jones, right?
0: Because you can.
1: Good run blocking on the perimeter, so the corners, the safeties, whatever don't get a chance to come up. I mean, I believe Sammy Watkins talked about how they you're cracking down on safeties that start coming up playing in the box and stuff like that. You're taking run defenders out of the game with our wide receivers.
0: It's beautiful, and I think it just really creates that team mentality, that selflessness. Yeah, It's great, and you can see the love on this team. When anyone does something, it's not one or two guys. like It's the whole team going crazy. Completely agree. And I love to see it. All right defense oh i'm not done yet oh ooh. i should have yet. asked how did aaron play which one the one we haven't talked about rogers oh that rogers guy i mean overall i would say well he did have that that muffed fumble then a muff snap which he took credit for yeah, not that not muffed snap i'm sorry it was the um exchange with dylan exchange with dylan not great missed a couple throws that being said, I mean, he's still 19 of 25, 234, two touchdowns. I was pretty pleased with his game. I feel like you're going to jump on something that I'm forgetting.
1: No, no, I think overall I'm pretty happy about it. Uh, I think he's still knocking the rust off probably until about that second quarter. It felt like he still wasn't there yet. Yeah. Because right? he missed some of those really easy throws. Then as that second quarter, third quarter started coming on, he started doing a little bit more of the ad libbing, right? That's where we got that really nice throw to Cobb. That was great. Is beautiful. That's why cops here, right? Third downs and scramble drills. That's the only reason you're here, Randall, and you're doing great. And teach the young guys. He's got that that
0: mentor he tag does. on him.
1: He does. So I thought he played pretty well overall, and I, I think that it's a really good sign going forward that he seems to be knocking some of that off because just these slow starts every year driving crazy. It's very simple to fix, play in the preseason,
0: right? I'm not so sure. I'm not so sure. I I think that would help. And I don't think... It's worth the risk. So far, I mean, besides Chris Barnes, knock on wood, we've been pretty lucky with new injuries or lack thereof. I don't know if it's worth it.
1: I think it is given the amount of new pieces we had on offense and everything. I think last year I would have agreed with you. I think this year, collectively, they needed to work on timing in real game situations. But neither here nor there, I think he played a pretty good game overall. We have not yet seen Rodgers in full glory. Hopefully that's this week.
0: Yeah, this would be a perfect week for it. That would be a great one up against Tom Brady. Huh? Mm-hmm. We're going to get to that. We will. All right. Now, may I go to defense? You may. First takeaway, I feel bad for Justin Fields.
1: I mean, like, kind of. He's part of the problem.
0: He is part of the problem. But there were several plays, and it, it is a a um a product of our pass rush, but the Bears line just imploded. Like they could not. They couldn't handle us.
1: Yeah, and you you sent me that uh that little video, the little reel of Kenny Clark just killing someone.
0: Yeah, there was um it was actually Matt Bowen, former Packer Safety, who is now doing all this stuff on Instagram where he's breaking stuff down and I love it. And he showed this video of um it's a it's a short past concept. I think it's called stick, the uh, Bears are running and so it's like a two two three step drop. Right. Did Ball's almost ball come quick. out quick. I think he was trying to he actually tried at the tight end, uh, and Devonter Campbell was able to clean it up and force any completion. But Kenny Clark, one of the three down linemen on that play against five def- or offensive linemen, literally just like clubs the Bears center in the shoulder pad, gets him out of the way, and is right in Justin Fields' face.
1: Yeah, to the point where he moves a 300-some-odd-pound man just, like, three feet to the right. Almost with, like, a slap. I mean, Yeah, it's like you just slapped him out the way. Get out of my way, son. And then straight beeline for Justin Fields. It's pretty funny to watch.
0: Yeah, no, that was great. I'm, I'm missed, glad he said I that. I missed it in the game, so <laughs> shout-out to Matt Bowen. You do great content, and that might be the crumb of the crumb so far.
1: Well, I think that might have been the play where Cole Clement had his one and only target
0: of the game. Yeah, and then he dropped it. I mean... he. Fields finished 7 of 11 for 70 in a pick. He Very limited passing opportunities, obviously, but he didn't look great. I wasn't concerned at all about the Bears throwing. It was nice when they, um, I think they tried to hit Mooney on a deep post on like a rollout, and Eric Stokes was there. He was running the route. And he was in front of Mooney. Mm-hmm. They hit Mooney on a screen, and Razul God's yep. like, uh-uh, I don't think so. Four-yard loss. Loved it. I didn't catch it before the game, but apparently Darnell Mooney, who is like the Bears' number one receiver, he seems like he's a, a decent NFL receiver. Yeah, no,
1: he's good. I would like to have him. Shouldn't know.
0: be a number one. Not um, yet, anyways. Not yet. But he was apparently he was trash-talking at least Jair. And that's real dumb. Mooney finished with, I think it was just one reception for negative four yards. Yep, that's it. That, that play that Razul just blew up. We had more receiving yards than Darnell Mooney. Beautiful. Loved it. Oh, you mean we I, yeah, I like, thought you like the Packers? I was like, yeah, Luke. No, I no, mean, like like, like us. me and you, yeah. Yeah. And actually ours. all of our listeners. Correct. So congratulations. Where do you go, guys? Unless we had any Packer players that listen to our show. Any guys getting in the negative? I don't think so. I'm I'm briefly checking. No. Nope. no Closest is Tyler Davis, <laughs> who had one target, and uh didn't bring it in. But he didn't fumble it and it wasn't an interception. So good job, Tyler Davis. Progress. All right. Back to defense. So pass defense. Being what it should be. There
1: wasn't really any passing to defense.
0: But when, when there was, they did their job.
1: Agreed. They Agreed. held up.
0: There was only one real play that they you know, gained significant yards, and that was on a flea flicker.
1: Sir, you're forgetting about Justin Fields' best pass of the game when D- he was. To Jair? Like three yards past the line of scrimmage.
0: Oh, yes, 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 yes. <laughs> Which didn't count. That's going to dink his Madden awareness rating by probably five points.
1: Yeah, that, that was rough to watch. I mean, that dude was. I mean, he could have picked up the first down. Running, yeah, and he just decided to wing it halfway to the first down marker.
0: Not a great look, Justin. Not a great look, but on the flip side, uh, David Montgomery is a good back, yeah. We made him look like Adrian Peterson. The weird thing about this game on defense
1: is it was very Jekyll and Hyde, right? So, the first drive, can we not use that analogy
0: because I miss Micah Hyde so much? The Bears. Please, Uh Find a new I'll one. try to think of another one. Just like bipolar, uh, Two Face, Harvey Dent,
1: something. I still like Jekyll and Hyde better. Micah. Anyways, we uh, they kind of drove down the field, scored that touch on a, on the field's run, right? Cool, great, whatever. Then they do
0: absolutely nothing. Yeah, we were very streaky. I had what, like two straight, three and outs, Correct. three straight, three and, and outs. And then they
1: got like the. Yeah, I I heard something today where it was like seven, the last seven possessions or something. Four of them were three and outs, one of them was a pick, and then one of them was like a turnover on downs and once in the uh on the one field yard goal. line. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy numbers. But very streaky. Like our run defense was phenomenal right until David Montgomery just ran straight down the field on us. Very odd. I wonder if some of that was schematic. You you never want the running back to go off on you. No. But at that point, maybe we're just kinda like, yeah, sure. Take seven minutes to run the ball all the way down the field. I guess.
0: I don't care. There was also a lot of missed tackles. There were a
1: lot of missed tackles. I agree.
0: Which is not
1: something we're used to in this defense. But also not something you would think would fluctuate that much in-game. Meaning? Meaning that
0: did they forget how to tackle
1: after the first quarter or second quarter?
0: Okay. Good point. But it streaks. The tackling was great and it streaks. The tackling was terrible. Like, Razul Douglas has that great uh screenplay on Mooney yeah and then on one of those uh Herbert or Montgomery runs he just completely whiffed also Darnell Savage a lot of whiffing a lot of whiffing a lot of whiffing a lot of poor angles he is the worst player on defense and I'm not saying yeah. he's not got agree. awful but out of the 11 that we come out with in 90 percent of the time well I mean, probably him or Lowry are you really gonna say that about one of your own sir I mean, I'm Sir? just happy the man started. Whoa, 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 whoa. You go down my throat about rooting for the Bears and playing San Francisco. Uh, are, are
1: you literally listening to yourself talk right now? Mine's just admitting that, hey, th- my beloved player, him and Savage are probably the bottom two. You're talking about rooting for literally the enemy. The enemy, How Devin. How many
0: times have the Bears beat us in the playoffs in the last 10 years? Doesn't matter. Oh, it matters. It doesn't matter, Devin. Okay, we're not getting in a fight again. Can we just move on, please? Other yes. things on defense. I'm just going to keep this train going.
1: Jair's amazing. I love him so much.
0: Jair's amazing. The way that he caught up that EQ play was beautiful. Just like, no, I got it. Yeah, and the camera, like in the original angle, you didn't even see him on the screen. And the he just comes like, out of nowhere. Poof, my ball. And they showed the all-22 angle watching like from behind fields. And if your field's like, you think it's open, we'd it's probably throw open. that ball. Yep. And then Jair is like, this guy I was talking you. shit. Uh-uh. <laughs> not Not today. I we love didn't it. get the shutout, but...
1: And I love that Jair got a pick because he never gets picks.
0: No, never.
1: Because people just stay away from him. That's, so I'm glad he got one.
0: That's the problem. The loneliness of being an elite NFL corner is that no one gets you involved. Correct. Oh, well. He's making a lot of money. Hopefully he's on a Super Bowl team this year. I think he's going to do just fine. I think so. But I'm glad he got one. It was nice. What was also really nice, I, I should have thrown this on... Something I know in the earlier segment. Quay Walker is by far the most athletic linebacker I have ever seen in the green and gold. Dude's a freak. That man is a velociraptor. He is going to (laughs) track you down and rip your head off. That field's play? There was one. The field's play, yes. He saved a touchdown. He saved a touchdown. That was all heart. But there was another one. Where we stop Herbert like, at the line of scrimmage, he kind of like gets backed into one of his own blockers that are pushed by a defensive line, yeah. and I think Herbert was like basically falling over, and then Quay Walker just like grabs him by the shoulder pad and just like throws him down like an Urukai warrior, just like <laughs> no, sit down, you're done. It was amazing, probably my favorite play of the game.
1: That's great. Uh, he uh, he's a freak, and if
0: he can put it all together. God, he's going to be so good. You know how much I love Devondre Campbell. I do. You know that. The whole show should know that. The whole world. Well, you know, we're international. We are. So parts of the world knows my love for Devondre Campbell. And I still do. But when I'm watching defense, watching a, lo- a lot of me is watching Quay Walker. And no. just seeing what that man's going to do, I'll admit it. When we drafted him, I was so, so wrong. Cause he is such a dog and he adds so much to this team and he's just like fitting in. We have so many alphas on that, on that defense. Yes, we do. He fits in right in. Mm-hmm. He, he's just another, like, how, how do you, how do you game plan against that? You know, teams go in every week and you know, okay, we need to know where this guy is on the field and this guy's on the field. So you're playing the Packers. All right. Got to watch out for Kenny Clark. And Rashawn Gary, and don't sleep on Preston, and all Pro Andre Campbell, and then oh by the way, the freak, the Velociraptor, and I could just keep on going.
1: The entire secondary, basically, except yeah.
0: for Darnell Savage. Correct. Slash down Levet in two weeks, but <laughs> <laughs> or Micah Abernathy maybe would be you know a little more high upside, but yeah, yeah, it's it's crazy, and it was great to see that except for some of the run gashes, which like you said, maybe it was a little schematic.
1: I think probably a mixture. I'm
0: hoping this defense looked like how we thought it was going to look. Yeah, they were
1: aggressive, which is what I wanted to see.
0: And it's from all angles. It's, for the most part, sure tackling, Mm -hmm. aggression, both in the trenches and playing the ball, but it's also guys sprinting to the ball. Like I've said last week too, Devontae Wyatt, when he's in the game, he is now all effort. He is, it doesn't matter if it's a pass play 15 yards on line of field, like line of scrimmage. He's going to go and he's going to try to hit somebody or grab a nope. fumble. or I don't know what he's thinking exactly, but I love it. i love to see it.
1: I agree. I also want to give a little shout-out to Stokes, who uh, you mentioned on that deep ball ran the route for Mooney, which is a thing of beauty. right? He also had a really nice stick on a slant route that prevented a third-down conversion. So shout-out to Stokes mm-hmm. bringing the tackling with the athleticism.
0: What a luxury it is. This guy had to go against... Every team's number one corner all of last year. Yep. And now you can say, you know, he's he's borderline our second or third best corner. Like, that's crazy. Just, oh, the three of them. And I love corners, and I love defensive backs, and I cannot think of a secondary, of a corner trio that I like more than this one.
1: Yeah, not trio, no.
0: Hmm. I mean, of course, we're homers, but like, Tramon Williams, Sam Shields, Charles Woodson, but Woodson was kind of doing safety stuff. Yeah, he
1: wasn't he Woodson was literally everywhere. Yeah. So that one probably doesn't
0: count. Even if you think like Legion of Boom, Sherman and Browner was decent, but I I would take Razul Douglas or Eric Stokes over Peak Brandon Browner. Uh, Yeah, for sure. For sure. No, I'm thinking like Bucks, Ronde Barber. Yeah, no. I'm just gonna stop. All right. Yeah, we love him. We We love him. See it all show. Do I have permission to go on to Tampa Bay? No, I think we have to mention one more thing. And then I have another thought that just popped in my head. But I'm hoping you're going to say it first. Amari. Yeah. Yeah. Why? Now, like, thankfully. You're doing, you're doing so good, man. Thankfully, ben. you kicked it out of bounds or you recovered it. <laughs> I don't even know. I think I, it I went kinda, out of bounds kinda, and he
1: recovered it like simultaneously.
0: Sometimes when you get really angry, you black out. I had that for like two seconds. But we
1: were doing so good, man. We were so proud of you, so happy for you.
0: Really? All of us are cheering you on? You had a 20-yard punt return. I had either said it on the show or thought it, that we should be using you in some of these like jet sweep motions, even if we're not going to give it to you, just to give you a look, just to get Aaron Jones or AJ or somebody else um, a breather, yeah. especially if you're probably not getting the ball. And if you, by chance, do, okay. You know, we're going to have to make a decision on you at some point. Correct. Those type of plays are plays that you could be useful, so why not? See what the kid can do. And uh, he just has to go and do Amari things.
1: He had a good punt return before that. He did.
0: That was amazing. And I was feeling good about it. And then he just had to remind us who he is.
1: Silver Fox had a couple kicks. He did. Loved it. Loved it. Everything. That looked great. No weird holds, no bad snaps, like that. Coverage was good for the most part. Nothing really got almost blocked. Mm-mm.
0: Dan you know. Lavitt had a really nice tackle. He did. On like the 12-yard line? Yeah, he it was did. good.
1: I always assume it's Rudy Ford just flying down the field. He's always the first one to the partner. He I is think. ungodly fast.
0: Yeah. <laughs> when people are like, oh yeah, he's one of the best uh, gunners in the NFL, I'm like, all right, I'll wait and see. And then I saw. He just like teleports I, down there. I have seen it. That man has stupid speed.
1: Yeah, he's supposed to be like one of the freakiest athletes on on the entire team. Because dude's just jacked out of his mind and runs like a 4-3 flat. And apparently can't really do anything else. I guess not. Which is so sad with the amount
0: of physical skills that he has. But hey,
1: he found a niche. He's going to be the best gunner in the league. Love it.
0: I'm not going to say I hope Savage gets hurt. Yeah, we don't want to
1: go. We don't actually want to go down that road. And I
0: know, I know. So I will word it instead. I hope that Rudy Ford has an opportunity to get in on defense. Maybe that's in a blowout when we're up by like 50, but I think it'd be fun to see what he can do. I agree. Probably not much, but just for the physical freak that he is, it'd be kind of fun.
1: I agree. Also, shout out to Pat O'Donnell for the revenge game. Seventy two yard punt. Just just boomed it. I mean that thing went way more than seventy two yards. Because oh, yeah. it went like out the back of the end zone.
0: <laughs> way to go, Patty. Making a sprout.
1: That was like a ninety yard punt right there. Love it. Yeah, Boho is good, but he wasn't doing that. No. No, he wasn't. And he was also messing up all the holds. So.
0: And apparently it didn't do very well in the cold weather, which, you know, is kind of important.
1: Correct. And Pat O'Donnell will. We know that. We've seen it. Yeah, he he is not phased by the weather. No. At all. All right. Now we can move on to Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay. They are a team. They
0: are a team. One which I don't like. We don't like them. I mean, no one likes Tom Brady, right? I mean, like a lot of people do. But like as a whole, most people don't. Yeah.
1: Tampa Bay is not my favorite. I don't like most people on that team. I don't like Leonard Fournette. Never have. You know, I just. It's not the playoffs. I like Antoine Winfield Jr.
0: They got some nice guys in the secondary.
1: They're really good linebackers, you know? Yeah. But I don't necessarily like any of them.
0: Never really have. Not even Barrington's own, Scotty Miller?
1: Oh, no, I love Scotty Miller, yeah. except for the play
0: of which we do not speak. But yes, besides that, I love Scotty Miller. We might be seeing a lot of Scotty Miller this weekend. That's true. So let's get into it. As they say in Miracle, great moments are born from great opportunities. And that's what we have here tonight, boys. It was something like that. Now, the reason for my cringy monologue, while Luke chokes on his beer, (laughs) loses his mind. Guys, it's me. What else would you expect? (sighs) So, Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay. Let's do a little recap here. So, Antonio Brown had his tirade, so he's been gone for a little bit now. Correct. Rob Gronkowski probably will come out of retirement, like, by November, you know, maybe by Christmas. But we're not there yet. Solid chance. Uh, Mike Evans is the number one receiver who got into a brawl with Marshawn Lattimore. Which he loves doing, by the way. This is like the fourth year in a row they've been fighting each other. Yeah, they
1: hate each other, and I love it.
0: I wish we knew more. Correct. There has to be, like, shit talk about someone's girlfriend or someone's mom. I don't know. It has to be personal. It has to. It can't just be play on the field.
1: I'm here for the animosity.
0: Because that has to simmer at some point.
1: Yeah, you would
0: think. You would think. So he's not going to play. Probably. He's probably gonna I mean, appeal, but he's I, gonna I think appeal, it'll be upheld. But there was also talk about like when is that going to be when is that case gonna be hurt? And I heard something about it being next week, which makes no sense because if he's if it's a one week suspension, whatever. I don't care about the legalities. He doesn't play, that's a big win for us. Julio Jones, who looks a little reincarnated. Yeah, a little bit. Big little surprise bit. going to Tom Brady. He just has magical powers. He's like, Father Time, no, Julio, you're real again.
1: He puts him on that T B
0: twelve. Yeah, that TB12 diet Uh, works wonders. So he may not play. He's banked up. Chris Godwin didn't play last week. He's banked up. So the other leading receivers for the Buccaneers are Rashad Perryman, Scotty Miller, Russell Gage. Right. Not super scary, considering the fact that Will Redmond and Kevin King are no longer Packers.
1: I feel much better about
0: it. I feel much better about about that matchup. Buccaneers are two zero. They beat the Saints last week, twenty to ten. They really shouldn't be
1: though. That was a trash game.
0: Yeah, Brady didn't look great. Finished eighteen of thirty four for a buck ninety. I mean, the Saints always kind of have his number in the dome though.
1: True.
0: I don't know, man. This feels like a really, like I said, a really good opportunity. Their defense is stout, but I think this is going to be a low scoring game mm-hmm. that our defense should definitely take advantage of. Hopefully we don't get playoff Leonard Fournette because he's going to be a key to this game.
1: Yeah, they're going to lean on him pretty heavily.
0: So hopefully tackling is a little bit better. But it's it's a real blessing that so many of their top guys are going to be out for this game.
1: And they have huge problems on the offensive line. Oh yeah, because getting back to the off season,
0: center's gone, left Shipley. guard's gone.
1: Yep. they got but, injuries. They got people that left. Like that line is in shambles.
0: And center, that what is it, Ryan Jensen. One of the yep. best centers in the league. Yep. And oh, by the way, folks, little trivia for you here. Who lines up across from the center most of the time? Kenny Clark. Kenny Clark. Or TJ Slade. Or Devontae Y, but especially, yeah, Kenny Clark. Kenny Clark could definitely cause some problems. Oh, yeah. He'll be a big X Factor in this game. So, I mean, overall, I'm I'm feeling decent about it. Their defense always annoys me. They do, and they seem to pick off Rodgers a couple times.
1: Mostly just Jamel Dean, randomly. Even though he, I mean, he especially when Rodgers started like throwing interceptions to him, he was like the tenth best player on that defense. But that's just who Rodgers kept throwing the ball to. Mm-hmm. Um, so hopefully we can avoid that this year. That's the hope.
0: Yeah, I kind of feel like this. This looking at this game is kind of straightforward, right? It's what can Brady do with the rest of his pieces. Can we tackle Leonard Fournette? And then on offense, can we just be creative enough to keep them guessing? Because they do have studs on defense. Like, they that do. defense is going to be carrying this team. Hopefully, yeah, they got, hope a lot of pony.
1: They got Vita Vea, Keem Hicks in the middle. They got the two great linebackers. They got John Winfrey
0: Jr. back there. They got I mean, some they speed got, and youth in the secondary, for sure. Yeah, it's. I think it's going
1: to come down to can we limit mistakes, right? We do that so well playing every other team in this whole league. Except the 49ers. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. It's like the, so those are if. the two, right? Just don't throw a pick six and we should win. Right? We should be fine at least. We're not predicting like we, we scores. We Against the look 49ers. Against the Buccaneers.
0: Yeah, I mean it both in that first matchup that we had in Tampa, that was like a shootout yep. for a little bit, and then we just kicked ourselves at the foot. Yep. Shot ourselves in the foot, my apologies. And then Tampa just ran away with it because that's what good teams do. That's what Tom Brady teams do. And then even in the championship game, like it was some poor officiating, but miscommunications on the back end. Yep.
1: We didn't capitalize on the turnovers we got.
0: What will be interesting is how we approach it defensively. I really hope we go more aggressive because going back to that NFC title game, it's what Brady is known for as a quarterback. You get in his face, he makes mistakes. We picked him off three times in that second half. Somehow still lost that game. And I know that Joe Barry likes to really sit back and cover three and cover four. Please don't do it. It doesn't matter if it's Scotty Miller or Luke and I out there. Brady's going to find holes in zone.
1: Brady will dink and dunk us to death.
0: Hundred percent. He'll finish like twenty eight of thirty two. Literally
1: made an entire career minus the one year with Randy Moss out of it. Like that's mm-hmm. his thing.
0: Yeah, he's the best dink and dunker of all time. Yeah. So let's get aggressive. I I'm would. I it. would rather. I'd rather I was do some blitzes and then he he sees it and hits someone for like a you know seventy yard touchdown than us just sit back and cover four Agreed. and let him dink and dunk all day. I mean hell maybe. Maybe the pass rush will be that good with the depleted offensive line of the Buccaneers that we can afford to just send for, but I doubt it.
1: Unlikely. Probably not consistently anyways.
0: Probably not. Probably not when we're still putting Jonathan Garvin out there. <laughs> that's kind of all I have for this matchup. Anything else you want to add?
1: Not really. I mean, it's it's interesting because it's a matchup we've seen before, right? Outside of a divisional game. This is when we, we know how it goes. We know what happens. We know who we're playing. Um,
0: but this is the least loaded they've ever been. Correct, yep. at least on offense. I feel like the defense has gotten better as those secondary guys have developed, and secondary, the addition of Akeem yep. Hicks.
1: I agree. I agree. The pass rush isn't quite what it used to be. I would agree. But
0: Shaq Barrett's still a dude.
1: He's a dude, but he's not the dude that he was for like that one year randomly, um, where he like led the league in sacks. But no, I, I don't want to say I feel good about the game. But I, I, it's pretty straightforward, like you said.
0: I feel much better than I would if they had, you know, Mike Evans and everybody else. Agreed. Should kind of go without saying. Agreed.
1: Although we normally do well against Mike Evans.
0: Jair always takes his lunch.
1: Which is hilarious given the size differential. You think that'd be a problem?
0: You always say Jair's a dog. He's, he's he, said a it, pit bull. he said it himself. Yeah. He literally was in an interview. He was like, Yeah, I'm a dog. I want steak every day. I want them throwing me the ball every day. I want steak Monday. I want steak Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. I was like, okay, Jair, that's like a my level of insanity press conference. I but love Jair so <laughs> much. You, you do you, my guy.
1: <laughs> love the energy.
0: I'm just saying if I see a Razul Douglas pick six off Tom Brady, I'm probably throwing something. Hey, go for it, man. <laughs> just don't break the TV. <laughs> yeah, I'll try not to. I think I'm probably watching at Maria's, so I really should not. Yeah, you probably should. Let's just make sure there's no objects within, uh, you know. I'll give you like a stuffed animal or something. distance. You know? Oh, for sure. So it was actually the first game that she watched with me, where I could emotionally express myself. Okay, because we were at her place for the uh, the last Packers game, and she's like, "Oh yeah, this is different," and I'm like, "Yeah, this is different. The
1: energy is is highly different.
0: I mean, jumping up off the couch, I nearly hit her a couple times. I didn't, and this is you know excitement, not you know. Yeah, I got you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just got to make sure I'm being clear. That stuff's not cool. So I think we should just kind of jump around the rest of the NFL. I kind of wish we did this more. We just sort of like touched yeah. base on how other okay. teams are doing. So, especially in the NFC. Yep. So, obviously, Buccaneers are 2-0. Hopefully about to be 2-1. and Yep. We know their situation. Defense looks better than normal. So, that's them over there. Who else? Saints. They're 1-1. Meh. Jameis really like, looked like Jameis oh, in the second half terrible, of this yeah. game. I mean, they got a lot of pieces on offense between Michael Thomas, Chris Olave, Jarvis Landry, Alvin Kamara. But, again, that team is going to go as far as Jameis takes them. Kamara was hurt already.
1: They got the the corpse of Mark Ingram back there. Oh, God, I didn't even know that. Yeah. Yep. So they, they still got that crew running it back. Um,
0: who else? We got the Rams. They they look They looked better. better in week one. Buffalo just completely destroyed them. Yeah. Well, they did that again this week. I mean, um, seven sacks in Vaughn.
1: Okay. Von Miller looks great. He looks so good.
0: But as the Bills move my number two, I will tell you, the rest of those pass rushers are not that good. Maybe they made huge leaps and bounds by getting some veteran mentorship from Von Miller, but, oh, my God, it it wasn't just Von. It was Epinesa. It was Boogie Basham. It was like all of them did something, a sack, tackle for loss, a pressure. It was constant. Yes, it was. It was a barrage. They did look better. Who did they play this week? Was it the Falcons? No, it was the Falcons, and they beat them like a touchdown.
1: Yeah, because the Falcons came back. The Falcons were down by like 20, 30 points or something. And came roaring back.
0: Not ideal. Not ideal. So, Stock is definitely a little down on the Rams. I mean, that's a team that we have beat before. I'm not worried about the Rams. I'm not worried about the Rams.
1: Cardinals. Eagles. Oh, we can go to Eagles first. Let's do Eagles. Yeah. They were interesting last
0: night. You watched the whole game?
1: I watched part of it. They look good. I mean, Jalen Hurts look, looks like he is taking a step. Miles Sanders is not hurt yet, so he's good when not hurt, mm-hmm. which is not very frequently. That passing game is the weapons. A.J. Brown seems to really open up that passing game for him. A.J.
0: Brown, you still have Devontae Smith, and yep. then you got the freak wide receiver Jalen Watkins, just a burner. He's like their new Deshaun Jackson. Quez Watkins, but yes.
1: Who would I say? Jalen. You're thinking of waddle. Ooh. Quez hey. Watkins. Well, what I was thinking also a burner. they
0: might have had a safety, Jalen Watkins. Whatever, yeah, Quez Watkins. Like... I think he's a UDFA, undrafted free agent. Yep. He's just he's got the Jets. That think, is a very dangerous team.
1: I think AJ Brown, Dallas Goddard, right? I think AJ Brown really opened up that passing game because now it's not just Devonte Smith and some pieces. You know what I mean? And the there's running an, game—you can't just crowd a, the box. Correct. There's an alpha dog there now, and uh, yeah, Miles Sanders is not hurt yet. Mm-mm. So that's always good news for them.
0: Enough pieces on defense. I think they yep. trade for CJ uh, Gardner. Johnson. Johnson was an absolute steal for like almost like two fifth round picks.
1: And it helps when they just throw the ball to Darius Slay. Yeah. The entire time. Thank you,
0: Kirk Cousins, for literally just throwing him the ball every play. I mean, Darius Slay, right? Slay ride. Kind of feels like Christmas. People in the spirit of gifting, I guess. I don't stretch, know. Stretch. Stretch.
1: We are fine against Darius Slay. We played him a ton when he was on the line, so I'm not too scared about him personally. But he no. seemed to have Kirk's number. I don't know if there's a magnet in that football or something, because Darius Slay should have had like four or five picks last night.
0: Vikings don't do well in Philly historically, or prime time. True, both yeah. of these are true. So they had two two very important things going yeah. against them, and it showed. That was a nice little two for one. We got the Vikings in there too. Indeed, we did. Look at that. So happy the Vikings lost, of course. Cardinals. I don't know, man. Cardinals didn't win. Raiders just lost. Your boy Hunter Renfro. I know. I can't believe it. Hunter Renfro, one of the most unbelievable plays in overtime, just catches an out and then fumbles. And it goes, it skips right to a Cardinal defender, yep. runs it all the way. Yep. Uh, Cardinals, they had to get a, a fourth and goal. And, and they went to AJ Green, like first and second down. He couldn't get it. And fourth and goal, he got it. And I was like, oh, look, I guess because Roswell isn't covering him, he can do something.
1: Apparently. He had that one play where, uh, uh, what's his face? Murray just kind of like stands. It, it was a, and goal play too, right? And he was at the two point or whatever. Yeah. He goes back and then he just keeps backing up. And all of a sudden he's like at the 20 yard line. And then he just kind of runs around in circles and eventually gets, gets in. I'm like, really? Is this, I felt like a bad Madden play.
0: If I saw an antidote. And, was and, it the, get, I know, whatever. You know, I know what I'm trying to say this, yeah. on Instagram. And it was like, uh, this play was like Kyler Murray as your toddler when they steal your phone. Honestly,
1: he does run like a, a small child. Like, he does not run like a normal human being runs.
0: No, he does not. And doesn't always make the best decisions either. So maybe the frontal lobe isn't fully developed. Maybe.
1: I am not scared about the Cardinals.
0: No, I'm not scared of them either. All right, other NFC teams. So the Trey Lance experiment is now over. Yep, Jim G. For the we rest of the season.
1: Makes them a better team, potentially lower ceiling, but much better team week to week.
0: I was going to say, I think if we were to see them in the playoffs with so the fully developed Trey Lance, Trey Lance would be much more dangerous because of his legs yeah i mean they're both going to miss passes the difference is that jimmy g is not going to take read options and embarrass you knock on wood he doesn't have that mobility knock on wood and he's always shown that he will throw us the ball it's just a matter if we catch it or not correct their running game seems to be down they've always had a stable of horses and they're just not getting the same push they used to george kittle's been banged up he hasn't played yet. Again, I feel stocked down the 49ers, which is good for us.
1: Agreed. Uh, we got to talk about our neighbors, man. Lions. They're fun.
0: And especially, you have to think stock up on the Lions when they barely lost to the Eagles. And the Eagles yep. might be, like excluding us, so let's not even put that in the equation, but the Eagles might be the, S- the best team in the NFC so far. Yeah. And they the Lions barely lost and to them.
1: They score points now.
0: Oh, yeah. Jared Goff, I think, has six touchdowns to one interception.
1: Amon Ra looks like... Amon God. Yeah, he looks so good.
0: Catching, running out of the backfield. I mean, this guy's doing everything.
1: Swifty is still amazing.
0: Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. TJ Hawkinson, solid tight end. I mean, they got the pieces. They do. It's just been about finishing. Correct. Which, I mean, they were in, what, like six or eight one-score games last year. They just couldn't finish out. Like Campbell's hat says, man, they got some grit.
1: That they do. It's just... It's a matter of how far will golf take them. You know, Golf has shown he can get to the mountaintop once with a stacked team and a great coach. You know, so will he be able to replicate some of that
0: success? We'll find out. I think in a pretty weak NFC, they could make the wild card. If you had a point a gun in my head right now and say, like, pick who makes the playoffs, I might pick them. Because a lot of the other teams are weak. All right. Are you going to buy into the commanders and Carson Wentz? I'm not. The no, j- but
1: someone has to win that division. The Eagles. Okay. I still don't think the Eagles are going to win, like, 12, 13 games personally. We'll see.
0: But I, I would pick them to win the division, okay. and we'll see about the Cowboys and Cooper Rush, and just keep on giving it to Zeke, even though Tony Pollard is clearly the better back at this it point. It has
1: been for, like, a year or two.
0: Daniel Jones somehow has the Giants 2-0. Oh. That's I, that's I, a mirage. Yeah, that's not real. That as much as I would like to root for Baker Mayfield in uh, Carolina, I just... I don't know if it's Matt Rule or what, but it's not working.
1: Nope. James looks like James again, so not worried about him. Tampa
0: Bay, obviously. Tampa. Now we're just, like, making our way around the country. I'm just looking at the map. Correct. Seattle, Gino, no. Yeah, absolutely G, not. no chance.
1: I'm Not worried about the Cardinals, really. Mm-mm.
0: Yeah, even if we see. Obviously, I mean, Rams. They'll make it. Cardinals might make the playoffs, again, just because of the lack of talent in the NFC.
1: Yeah, but what you think a division is so th- going to so get three? So there's three.
0: three. There's th- okay, so I guess you're What's saying San Francisco's one a wild card?
1: Yeah, I think so. So Rams, all so right, so we can They do... get two. We probably get two with the Vikings.
0: Or Lions. I think Vikings. I'm hoping Lions. Yeah, me too, It's, but pro- I, it's I probably I think Vikings. Vikings. You know, I don't know if you know about that Justin Jefferson guy. He's kind of good. I
1: mean, I didn't see that this game.
0: Maybe their corners communicated...
1: Yeah. I, well, maybe Kirk Cousins should have just thrown the ball every play straight to Jair. Maybe that would have helped. That would have helped too. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I can't make a Christmas pun on Jair's name. No. Mm, no, you cannot. Unfortunate.
1: Yeah. There's a lot of, and I heard this today as well, is like, NFC's got a lot of middle. Like, the AFC's super top heavy. The and AFC then not is much.
0: so much better than the NFC. Clear as day. If we were to take. Like the top six teams in each conference, yeah, and haven't play each other. I think the AFC wins at least four of those games.
1: I agree, I agree. I think they're they have some real problems depth wise, but I completely agree. Once like you get to like bottom of the depth? barrel, okay, but or I mean bottom of the barrel.
0: Look at the AFC. Look at how many teams can make the playoffs. I think Denver will respond. Yeah, they won't suck all year. I think Oakland will also figure it out. I still think the AFC West has four teams that could make the playoffs. Agreed. Should make the playoffs. Agreed. In the AFC North. I'm not sure any of them should at this point. At this point, no. But again, I think they're going to figure it out. I mean, the Bengals spent all that money in the offseason. Joe Burrow, Jamar Chase, they have way too much talent to be playing like this. Steelers, no. no. Love you, Mitch, but no. Browns, um, no. I, aren't they one and one bet Okay, I mean, can cool. they stay alive till Deshaun Watson cool. comes back? Not with
1: the rest of those teams.
0: I don't know. So, I'm gonna I'm gonna lean probably not, but they're still a maybe for me. Okay. And then the Ravens have Lamar Jackson. I know they gave up that crazy comeback win to the Dolphins. Or Charles for two for throwing what 406 touchdowns.
1: Yeah, 469 and six studies.
0: Insane. We'll see if that's gonna be like the Mitch game where he threw it it for like be. seven touchdowns. Yep. Yeah. I hope not. Two well. seems like a good dude. Mike McDaniel, it's kind of fun.
1: He's got two Tyreek Hills out there, so that helps. Yeah, big time. Yep, get speed in the
0: running back room. Did they trade Giseki?
1: No, he's still there.
0: Maybe disgruntled, but I mean, he's still a good young tight end. So they got nice pieces there. Good stout defense, especially in Week One. They shut out. Let I me mean, not shut out. Shut down New England. Only yep. got seven points. Um, so that's the Ravens. If you go to the AFC East, the Bills look oddly. Like that looks so good, Josh Allen from the playoffs might just be Josh Allen. Like that from might just be on. who he is now.
1: Yeah, really fun that they just like don't care about the run at all.
0: Well, they hammered with Singletary against the Rams. He looked really good, like over a hundred yards, Luke. And I know uh, it's more important. Like if you're better at the pass, just pass it. But I, I, think, I think they can still run if what they he need did to.
1: Week one, but that's fine.
0: I am not a Devin Singletary fan. I'm not. You carry my name, you carry a high bar. I'm
1: not saying you like Devin Singletary. I don't think he was all that productive. We, But it doesn't matter. We're talking about a team from week one that has nothing to do with us at the moment. Anyways, Is Patriots suck. Yeah. Jets still suck. Yeah. Hey, Dolphins, Hey, Joe Flacco, we have no back, idea. Baby. We have no idea what the Dolphins are. I think Joe
0: Flacco is like number two in the NFL in passing yards, Luke. So careful. Oh, no. I love it. <laughs> but I mean, you're not worried about them. Uh, right. Dolphins can make the playoffs, I think. We'll see how Tua progresses, but just the town on how that team. How many playoff
1: spots do you think are are there? Because you got four on in the I AFC. I said four, West. I
0: said possible, Luke. Possible like, isn't like fighting like the for entire a entire division. Spot. No. And then
1: we're gonna take this other entire division and we're just gonna have twelve playoff spots. That's what we're gonna do in the AFC.
0: All right. The math you got going so, on so over there, have I my said? man. So, all right. So, you could have all four teams in the West. You could. And then I know that obviously, then you can't have any more wildcard teams. But I'm saying these are teams that I could talk about, like, the Browns. It. The rounds are still a possibility. Ravens.
1: That's six. You only get one more, my man. And you got two more divisions.
0: These are teams that I'm saying could not. I'm expecting to, but could. Well, there's like there. Maybe the conversation should be OK, Luke. What teams aren't making the playoffs? Would that be easier for you? A little bit. OK, so we can switch it. So in the AFC where we were. All right, let's go to the AFC South is next. Do we have to? No, we don't really have
1: to. I mean, it's not. A, I don't like that division. Like,
0: yeah, I mean, none of them should make the playoffs no, but at I mean, this the point. The Colts were the one, right? And, and they look terrible. They look like dog shit. Yeah. Texans. General, um, you know what? Maybe General Mills make the playoffs.
1: Yeah, but they're not going to. I want them to, but they're not going to. No.
0: And Titans look terrible. Lost. Well, yeah. yeah. Traylon Burks. Apparently, good thing we didn't get him because he is not looking great. He's
1: done a thing or two.
0: Eh. Not looking great.
1: Yeah, they they got problems. And then Jacksonville, man, is no longer the worst team in the league. Congratulations. Still, it's about all we can say. Still bottom feeder. Yeah. I like them. I like a lot of what they have, but they still suck.
0: Agreed. Hey, look at us going all the way around the NFL.
1: I'm not sure I was ready for all that, but.
0: (laughs) It was fun. It was a good little, you know, we've done some new things in this episode. I've liked it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Like having the entire AFC in the playoffs. Yeah.
0: All right. (laughs) On that note, until next time. Go 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 Pack Go.